other than that, man, fucking how you been, yo? I haven't heard from you in a minute. Um, you got your fucking tan. You looking well rested? How you been, man? I've been alright, man. Just been working a lot for real. All right, cool, cool. We we're gonna get we're gonna get into some stuff, man. I wanna I wanna hear your your thoughts on the landscape of the indie manga industry. Um, I wanna see what new manga and comics that that you you know you have your hands in, but also shit outside of the indie. And then um yeah, let me fucking introduce this shit, and then we'll we'll get right into it. I got DeAndre Moffat. He is the creator, founder, owner of Pulse Manga. He literally has almost put everybody on that I sit down with in the indie manga space. Um, everybody mentions his name. I don't know what episode this is, but we're in the 20s. Um, this will be available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Extra content on Patreon. But um, DeAndre, man, how you been, bro? Been all right. How about yourself, man? Fucking working, bro. Working. I got a couple of things in the mix. I'm in the process of writing my own manga, comic, story, you know, whatever. Um, but, man, I'm just freaking keeping busy and just growing this shit, bro. I feel you. I feel you. I've been working a lot, too. There we go. There we go. So, you told me that you have a book coming out that is for people that are looking to get into the manga industry or indie manga industry. It's like almost like a how-to tutorial type of thing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's actually already out. There's two of them. There's one for writing one-shots and one, one just for writing manga in general. Okay. All right, cool. What compelled you to do that? I don't know. I just did it. One day, I, I was just bored and was just like, here you go. <laughs> There's one thing about you, man. It's like you get shit done. It's like when you have an idea for something, it's like you just fucking do it. Yeah, it's, that's nice. I don't I like, like to. What'd you say? I don't like to, to play around. I like to get stuff done when I can. Nice. I like it. I like it. So, <clears throat> let's talk about this book for a second. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically an instruction manual for people. What would you say is like the most useful thing for someone who obviously likes anime and manga or even comics, and they're looking to get in the industry, but they haven't done anything yet. They haven't started anything. They just like, man, I want to create a manga. What's like the first step or or what's like the first thing that they should be looking at doing? Understanding what anime and manga is, understanding the story structures, uh, how to put things together, things like that, character development. Um, obviously, you know, you know, an ability to draw is always a plus, but if you can't, you just start looking into artists and, and you know, prices and what you can afford. And is there a difference between storytelling with manga and storytelling and everything else, like a like a novel or TV show? I, or? I believe so. There's different structures. Uh, I actually did a lot of research for the exact terms when I was writing the book because I never knew what the exact terms were. I just knew, you know, like there were different structures. And I can't remember the, the name of at the moment. Okay. Downstairs, or I pull them out and tell you. But okay, there's one thing. There's one thing that I notice, and I'm watching Outlaw Star, mm-hmm. old anime from like the '90s, mm-hmm. and the dialogue on it is very. I don't even know the word to explain it, but it's very anime esque. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if I'll watch something like a DC, you know, cartoon, like they got My Adventures with Superman or just, you know, a- anything is totally different. So when mm-hmm. you mention that, hey, you know, you have to understand how they tell stories, but just for manga, 
that kind of like brought, brought up that bell because I was thinking about it last night. I was like, yo, what the fuck? It's like, I never really noticed this until I started to watch some of the newer uh, anime. And then mm. I came back to the old stuff. And I was like, oh, they had like a unique way of doing the dialogue between all of the characters. So it's interesting yeah, that you said The that. downside, a lot of the older stuff is real cheesy with dialogue. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, 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 was che- it was cheesy, but not cheap. Or I, I know what you mean by it being cheesy. Like, it was very overdramatic. And it's like, they're like, hey, hand me that, that, that scissor over. Like, they're, they're just, like, so dramatic with it. And it's like, yo, like, calm down. It's like, you don't need to be this crazy right now. Nothing even popping off. Um. But all right, cool. I, I understand that. Um, <clears throat> so we got learning how to tell stories for manga, picking out an artist. How do you pick out an artist? I mean, it really depends, you know, what you're comfortable with. With some people, they could use Fiverr. They could use Facebook, Instagram. It's just what you're comfortable with, what's your... Uh, pretty much that's it, really. What you're comfortable with using. There's all types of different ways... To find artists, I found most of mine, most of the artists that I've worked with, I found on Facebook. I think the first one I ever found was on uh, an app called Upwork. I haven't used that in years, though. And uh, I, haven't, I haven't found any on Fiverr. I found them, but I've never hired anybody from them because aside from like stickers or something like that, I just didn't feel like it. Okay. All right. Cool. <clears throat> I'm always torn to figure out, how, and I'm like I'm not at that point yet, but I know I'm gonna get there to where I find the artists that I like, mm-hmm. but if they're difficult to work with, how do you navigate that? Because I have in my mind the type of art style that I kind of want, and I feel like I'm gonna have to kind of sift through and find, you know, the right art style. But then, mm-hmm. what if I don't clash with this artist? Or what if, like, this artist is like lazy and shit like that? And then I'm fucking married to the artwork. You get a lot of that. I have worked with many very, very talented individuals who are extremely lazy. Um, a few of them I let go. Some of them I just like. If I don't too much care about the series being rush, rush, like get it out, I'll just let them go on their own time. But uh, <clears throat> it can be difficult. Like, for example, my Fallen Angel artist, that, that man, he's a beast. He, uh, he, if I gave him a chapter today, he could have it done this week if I didn't tell him, like, hey, we're going to work it in this way, and you don't have to get all this done right then and there. Okay. But I got other artists where I could send him a chapter and not hear from him for, like, a month. And then when I do hear from him, they just send me one sketch page. I'm like, oh, that's all he did? Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. It's like, yo, I need, I need my shit done like expeditiously, man. Only reason, like, one of the reasons I don't really rush is because I got other expenses, you know. So, like, whatever, I'll, I'll put the money elsewhere if you're not gonna hurry up. So, it's no, no, no big deal to me. But, but for someone that's like, obviously, not everybody's running a manga publishing company and has multiple titles and other things that they're doing. So, like, for someone like you, let's say you hire artists. If, if they're just if they're not working fast, move on to the next one. There's a lot of artists out there. Yeah, but 
I don't want this to be fucking like a marriage. Like I got to date through mad chicks to find like the wife. It's like, yo, I want to find like the right person. Like immediately. I want like that arranged marriage where it's like, it's like one and done. It's like, I lose my virginity to this person and it's for life. Hey, that's hard. I mean, uh, fallen angel. You've read that. I went through seven different artists. Damn. Yeah. It started over seven different times. And I mean, I could draw myself, but I'm lazy and I know I'm lazy. So <laughs> I'm not even going to do that. Yeah. Right? It's not that I'm lazy. It's just that I have shit that are more of a priority. So for me, like branding, social media and all that shit, that's like the priority right now. Because let's say if I had a book finished, who the fuck am I going to sell it to? Who's going to trust mm-hmm. me to buy my own book? And, you know, that's just like my thought process because I have like a vision on the success level that I want my book to have. And it's like, I need a massive following. Shout out to my following, by the way. I just hit 10,000 followers on Facebook. So I'm fucking lit. I'm hyped, yo. I got to right. shout that out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm still like working on, I mean, Instagram, like Instagram is like the core following, mm. but that shit ain't like growing like everywhere else. So mm. whatever. But, you know, that's like the important shit to me. And then in between, it's like I'm writing my pages, you know, uh, I'm doing everything. I'm also... Like I'm learning, I'll, I'll tell you afterwards how I'm learning, but I'm learning how to write stories. I'm learning how to write characters. I'm learning the difference between bad dialogue and good dialogue, um, all that shit, because I, I like learning. Um, but, you know, that's why I put this shit together, because it's like, you know, there are people that want to create incredibly dope shit. They just either don't have the courage or the knowledge to freaking do it. So it's like, hey, if I could bundle all of these creators that are kicking ass and take all of their strong suits and put it under one platform, well, then everybody's going to fucking rush to it. Right, right. Cool. If you, what would you say is your favorite art style? Like, if you could pick, like, a major manga and choose, what would you say is your favorite? I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to go back to the OG Dragon Ball Z, honestly. <laughs> okay. All right. That was that was Seji right there. Seji was like, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, that's his shame. He kind of blended his his story with that artwork. Yeah, I, I grew up, like, I started with Dragon Ball, so, like, 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 the, my first manga series ever was a fan manga, and <clears throat> so it just holds a special place in my heart, and it, it, it's unique, you know, it's the, like, a lot of titles out here have, like, this cookie-cutter style, now. Yeah. But, like, I like the more unique styles, like, Seji, the reason I linked up with him, I, I'm like, okay, he has a unique style, like, yeah, let's take an inspiration, but it's different. Uh, one Piece, obviously, I love, I love that one. I know, I know, you're not a huge fan, but yeah, man, I've been saying I, I actually got up to episode, I think either forty or six. I, I think it's forty. I, I don't think I got all the way up to sixty, but I got up to the part where like that shark nigga was was beefing with Luffy, and then for some reason I stopped. I think um, maybe because Jujutsu Kaisen dropped or something. I don't remember, but. Yeah, you got that, that's like the part that's supposed to hook you. You got to finish that part. Like, yeah, I, 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 I now have to start from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, you don't got to do the hundred episodes. Just finish our long part. You'll be good. Yeah, that's what Seji was like. He was like, "Give it a hundred. I'm like, <laughs> "Shit!" But then it's like, I could, I could probably give it a hundred. It's not hard. It's not hard. After our long part, it'll be real easy to watch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That arc is like, for most people that I put on, once they get to there, that's when they're hooked. All right. All right, cool. 
Are you are you watching any new anime right now? Any of the new shit? Oh, uh, pretty much everything. Uh, recently, like all the new animes that come out, if they look like they're like showing any, I'll put them on. I just watched. Uh, I got a cheat skill in another world or something. I just finished episode twelve of that a few minutes ago. Yeah, like all the new ones that popped up recently on Crunchyroll, I watched them. Okay. Yeah, I like the wave of the anime with the funky-ass names. Like that time I was reincarnated by a slime or had to pick up bitches in a dungeon or whatever that shit's called. I like those names. I just started Zom, uh, Zom 100. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that one yet. but my uh... it, just, it just dropped on, on Netflix, I think. I don't know the exact date, but they only got one episode out. Yeah, so it's basically. Not- yeah, basically, uh, this kid, like, fucking hates his job, and a zombie apocalypse happens, and mm. he's like, yes, I don't gotta go to fucking work, and I'm like, yo, that's, like, the best thing that you could think about in apocalypse. Like, don't get me wrong, I understand, I want to be gentle, because COVID, a lot of people died. Mm. However, COVID was fucking lit. I didn't have to go to work. I was getting the stimmies from the government. Yo, we was living lavish, bro. <laughs> Nice. I, it I, was fucking nice. So then this anime came out. I was like, yo, this this is me all over it. If a zombie <laughs> apocalypse drop, the only thing I got to worry about is my kids. But outside of that, no work, no infrastructure, no fucking debts, like nothing. Yeah, I'd probably be on the same shit, chilling, relaxing, not doing nothing. Yeah, Absolutely. fucking dope, fucking dope. Um, that shit's good. The new um, season two of Jujutsu Kaisen is good. This is like my hot take about the new season of Demon's Demon Slayer that just dropped. I didn't it it was it was okay. I didn't think it was like crazy. I don't know I've if you feel the same way. Demon Slayer since season one. What'd you say? I've been like that for Demon Slayer since season one. It was okay. okay. All right. So for for me it was the opposite. I fucking loved it. I was like, yo, this is my new shit right here. Like I, I fucking love this shit, but all of the seasons are kind of like wash, rinse, and repeat, and they introduce us to new characters, but those new characters are gone immediately. And it's <laughs> like I don't get I don't get enough time to like get emotionally attached to these characters, and then the season's done, and then it's like we're on to new characters and fuck the characters that we showed you before. So it's like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I, that one in the G2 Kaisen, I never really like I they're both fun watches. They're not bad bad anime. I just the stories don't didn't grab me. Okay, okay. I like I like Jujutsu Kaisen um, more than Demon Slayer now. I like. I kind of feel the f- same way about Fire Force too. Fire Force season one was freaking dope, and then the second I like season one. I, I don't know if I watched season two. Season two was good in the beginning, and then they had some crazy shit going on in the middle of it. And then I was like, all right, I can't watch this anymore. But then I heard at the end of it, it got like fire. So pun intended. Um, I got to watch that shit. But, you know, tying it back to creating your own manga, it's like creating those characters and, and spending time with it. It's like, yo, people are used to reading mangas that are like super thick. So it's like, you can make it. So people build relationship with the characters. Mm-hmm. How do you write these characters to make it so people can kind of like build a bond and build a relationship to the characters. Well, the first thing is to do is take your time. You don't rush and think that you got to get the story out and get these characters and right into action. And that, like, I know a lot of people are like, Oh, where's the action? I love action. But you read Fallen Angel. You saw the fight with the pig nose dude and everything. 
after that, there's not another fight for like eight chapters. So like, it's all about building the characters. You you, you have to build a connection with the characters, come to understand them. You can you can do that in fun ways. You don't have to always have action because I mean action. It's it's fun. It's cool, but it's not gonna get you a connection with these characters. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel that you could you could take examples or themes or different shit outside of anime and manga, but then incorporate it into manga and it'll translate well? Yeah, I, I think a lot of people do that. I mean, One Piece, for example, takes a lot of stuff from outside of anime and manga and uses it as inspiration. I mean, they got a character that's based on Eminem. <laughs> they got characters that are like this dude that's like a mashup of Michael Jackson and uh, that one dude's name. Steven who? Uh, dude from Aerosmith. What's his name? I have no, no idea. I don't remember his name, but he's like a mashup of him. Uh, they got a, and like story wise, like Oda will take inspirations from situations. Um, another example I read once that uh, the the in Naruto, he, uh, the one people with the eyes, the Fuga clan. That's what they were called, right? The what, white what people. The Fuga clan in Naruto. That's what they're called. Hyuga, yeah. Yeah, them. They're based off of Japanese people from the from the nuke. Their eyes went white and stuff. Their vision went real bad. So he took mm. that, powered it, and made them have the most strongest eyes in the universe. You know, so like, you can always do things like that. That's interesting. I actually just watched a documentary on um, Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting how they used the nuclear bomb. It's they like there's multiple ways that you can actually do the bomb. So the reason that people are able to, and I know we're getting on fucking topic, but we'll bring it back. But the reason that people are able to live there now, that I think it's like a hundred million people live in Hiroshima right now, is because when the U.S. sent the bomb over, it they detonated above the ground. So when you detonated above the ground, all of the explosion and particles don't explode other material on the ground that that radiation can attach to. Mm-hmm. So it was just like it was just like the immediate blast of radiation. Obviously, the people that were at like ground zero got affected like terribly, but it doesn't last as much longer as compared to like Chernobyl, where it was like on a ground level. And now that shit exploded and it's fucking radiation all over the place and you're not going to be able to live there for 100 years. Learn something mm-hmm. new every fucking day. Yeah, I watch videos about that kind of stuff every day. It's just how I pass my time. <laughs> it, be fucking ra- it was on YouTube, bro. It'd be fucking random. YouTube be catching me, man. You fucking catch me. That's how I also found the fucking guy. I don't remember, you know, what I was typing in exactly, but I don't think I was watching anything that had to do with story writing. Um, but I just saw it. this person was like the difference between good dialogue and bad dialogue. And I had a picture of Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones. And then I had, I think, Anakin Skywalker from uh, which Star Wars? Uh, <clears throat> Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. Let me read this. And this guy broke it fucking down like super digestible, super easily. And I was like, all right, now I need to follow this channel. And he's got a bunch of shit. So now I'm like, oh, all right, this is how. I want to write this character. It's like, do I want to make a villain that like everybody fucking hates 
or do I want to make the villain where it's like they're doing shit for like a humanistic standpoint of motivation. And yeah, so, so I'm, yeah, and so I'm kind of like planting in my the seeds of my characters that way. So I, like I have like a main villain who is like bad as hell, but he has like motivations to where it's like, hey, if you were in that position, you'd probably do the same fucking thing too. But then there's like another layer of another person who's just like completely like, like you're going to fucking hate it. Like no matter what. And it's cool. It's like, I'm, I'm fucking like tying in. I'm not trying to like drop everything right now, but yeah. So you got books, man. I'm telling you, they'll help you too. What'd you say? I buy my books. They'll help you. (laughs) Bro. I'm fucking stacked. I am stacked with so many fucking like projects and shit that people want me to read and, all kind of crazy shit, and it's like, yo, I'm just going through it, giving people advice on how, how I would do it, how I'd write this character, or what I would change, or different shit like that, or I have people that send me their finished product, and then, you know, I, I'm reading it, giving my feedback, but yeah, man, it's it, it's dope that so many new people are just fucking creating shit. I know, it's crazy, it's, it's getting big. I mean, and the Manga Plus helped with that a lot, because it's like, you're getting the, the the Shonen Jump or Shuisha uh, people looking at this. Their, their reader base is looking at everything. So that that's an easy way to, for people to get like, like a boost in morale. Like, oh, I could get their fan base, you know? like Yeah. You have any uh, new stories on Pulse? Uh, we got a few new submissions. I haven't, uh, haven't accepted any. I looked at a few of them. Uh... <clears throat> What Mainly, makes you not? What makes you not accept any? Like outside of like you're not accepting new shit, but like let's say if something is like whack or it's like, yo, I can't do this. Like, what are some red flags for you? Well, the, the first biggest red flag. So on our submission uh, sheet, it pretty much says like you have to do X, Y, and Z to submit. You can't just send a link to Medibang or Tapas or Webtoon for us to read it. Like we want character synopsis, character sheets, uh, story synopsis, all, all this other stuff. And, and then they'll just send a link to their webtoon. And it's just like, I'm not about to read through your whole series just to, like, if, if, if I was out hunting for series, that's something I would do. But a submission, that's not how you do it. So if I like that, I instantly, because the way we have it set up, we have, like, a voting system. So I got, like, four people that reviews everything, and we all vote on it. If I see something like that, I instantly give it a negative vote. It's not getting, I'm not even looking at it. Damn. Damn, um, big dog over here. <laughs> and it's, it's not to be an asshole. It's just, like, if you can't follow the rules that are clearly stated right here, like, they're in red letters. The Like, it tells you in red letters, if you do this, I'm going to ignore it. Right? So, I mean, it's right there. And then uh, this is lazy. They don't want to fucking read. Uh, another thing for me, art style. If I don't like the art style, and I'm not even really too interested. Like it, it has to stand up to a certain quality, you know. And uh, if it's like not great, I'm not really looking to. I, I'm not going to put you in here with these other people that we publish right now. You can improve over time, but right now you're not ready. Stories, if the stories are just ripoffs or not really creative or good, I won't look at it. 
Um, those are all reasonable though. Like I feel like, yeah, if the artwork isn't up to par, then it's like, all right, you know, I can't buy into something that if the artwork's not up to par with all of my other titles, it's like, yo, you guys could see this. It's like, this is who we are. Um, the story, the story though, where you said that if it's like a ripoff, that's, that's interesting because I just made a video. I, uh, I don't know if you saw it about people and how they felt that the new My Adventures with the suit with Superman mm-hmm. is biting or ripping off anime, in particular Sailor Moon. So I watched it, so I wouldn't even know. Yeah, so so I, I I've I'm not like a, a a Sailor Moon fucking fan. Like I've watched maybe like three episodes, but mm-hmm. I, I this is nothing like Sailor Moon. There was like there's the way that he he transfers into transforms into his suit now. So it's no more going into phone booths. Why? Because phone booths don't fucking exist anymore. So it's like, how's Superman going to change? So he like transforms into his eyes glow now, um, which I ain't mad with. It's like, all right, cool. It's like, it's up to date. But people are like, yo, it's biting off a Sailor Moon. And then I I was like, yo, I was like, anime creators bite off of other anime creators all the time. And then I posted up mad different anime characters that look like other anime characters. It's literally like, a lot of them, especially in that guy uh, section, like almost yes. all. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. Who who mentioned? Somebody mentioned that in the comments. I can't remember who it was. They're probably gonna kill me. But they said that same exact shit, and I was like, yeah, I was like, that's that that's exactly it right there. Or like how One Punch Man kind of does, you know, spoofs off of Dragon Ball Z, but mm. it's still paying homage, and it's not. It, it's it's still like a total different story, but. You know, I could see somebody trying to make like, let's say like a Pokemon-esque or a Dragon Ball Z-esque or Mm -hmm. a fucking Attack on Titan-esque anime or manga and then bringing it to you. So Mm -hmm. is there certain like levels where it's like, yo, this is inspiration or is this blatant copying? Well, most definitely. I mean, you you got, for example, there's Naruto and there's Black Clover. Black Clover is pretty much Naruto, but with wizards. But it's still original and good. But I mean, Asta is a lot like Naruto is a lot. Asta and Naruto are a lot alike. They got Yuno and Sasuke. They're both orphans. They both got demonic powers. Spoilers if people didn't, you know. I I, I never watched Black Clover. I did watch that movie that just dropped. Yeah. Which made me want to go back and actually watch the fucking, like, the regular anime. To me, Black Clover is better than Naruto. That might get a lot of hate from bro i could tell you this right now that is bullshit there's no uh, fucking way watch no it. fucking way watch bro, first of all first of all the opening theme songs i already know are trash because i never see anybody post up clo- um black clover theme songs and everybody <laughs> loves naruto fucking openings like people debate on what is the best opening I skip every anime opening there is. Don't care what it is. I skip. Yo, you're fucking tripping. Naruto's <laughs> openings are fucking phenomenal. Matter of fact, yo, I'm gonna show you this shit right now. Me and my brother were just talking about that. Hold up, hold up, right here. I literally like either they're on Netflix. They got the skip button. Wait, where are we at? Right here. I it can't even see the fucking blurry. Right here, I say, yo, is it's backwards. Yo, is Naruto got the best openings? And he was like, probably off the top of the head, Kenshin's outro is heat. And I was thinking that same shit too. But yeah, man, Naruto, them openings is fire. I ain't skipping those. 
I've never been interested in openings. I don't know why. Like when I when I had to watch them as a kid, you know, on TV, I watched them. But the second I got the ability to fast forward past them, pew. That's <laughs> like my wife, man. My I, wife will skip an opening. I'm like, you're not skipping the opening to the fucking office. Like I need to hear that movie, that that music before I get into the mode so, so of like watching. You binge watching and you don't watch like five episodes. You listen to the opening every time. Yes, every single time. And you know what also is crazy? The theme song and the actual episode, like the volume is higher. So like we'll watch an episode and it's at this. And then when the next episode plays, the volume is like up here. And I fucking love it, bro. I bump that shit in the house. <coughs> I can't do it. I can't. My wife, if I sometimes like if we're binge watching and I'm like on a break, like like in between the episodes and the opening because I'll, I'll grab my phone and message somebody or something. And she's like, why are you letting this play? You right. Let me. <laughs> I, need, I need that shit to play. Yo, who else got fire? There's so many, there's so many uh, fucking things that have fire theme song. Game of Thrones, theme song fire. Um, who else got fire? Jujutsu Kaisen season one, part one or whatever, fire theme song. I think I remember the end, the closing for that, and I liked it. I think I, like it had that like funny weird dance at the end with the, is that Jujutsu Kaisen? Uh, uh, I think so, or or maybe that's the opening. I... E- either way, I do remember them dancing. Mm-hmm. S- Samurai Shampoo, come on, bro. Intro and the outro fire. Don't really listen, man. I'm oh my god, yeah. Watching the anime. If I can skip that intro and outro, I'm doing it. Bro, I can't I can't skip. I need to hear the fucking theme song of both of those shits. Bro, that, that intro is fire. The outro is fire. Bro, I got the outro on a playlist. Like when it's like date night and I'm yo, that shit is smooth as fuck. I need like a bourbon or a whiskey drinking that shit. <laughs> and a fucking Bill Cosby sweater. That's how fire that shit is. <laughs> Soul fire, bro. I can't do them. I've never been into them. Even and I made an opening for Fallen Angel a few years back, and even still, like I only watched it because it was mine, you know. <laughs> yeah, Just, I, I wanna, I wanna fucking get to the point where I'm like directing fucking openings and outros. <laughs> I will fucking wash all of these fucking anime. I promise you that. <laughs> promise you. I, nothing is worse when an anime has a fire outro and then they go to one that's like, tra- yo, um, Chainsaw Man's uh intro. Opening is so fire. I don't know if I ever listened to it at all. I only watched like six episodes of Chainsaw Man, and then I, I got busy and just never picked it back up. Yeah, that that anime is good. I like that shit. I, I like. I fucking love demons, man. Love that shit. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> later. Uh, we went off a bunch of different tangents, but no, no big deal. This is what we fucking do right here. Um, what were we talking about? We went from originality and, and people making submissions. Yes. Um, so if you said uh, something about, you know, if it's Dragon Ball inspired. If it's Dragon Ball inspired, that's fine. But if you give me a series where there's a boy with a tail that came from outer space and was raised by an old man. No, I'm not going to read you. <laughs> I mean, you could, it could, it could get completely original from there. But if that's what you're presenting to me and I'm not getting the rest of it. I'm not going to be interested. So I'll throw this at you. 
Avatar. Not not Last Airbender, Avatar, James Cameron. That first Avatar movie was basically Pocahontas. I don't even remember the movie. So I can't I can't disagree or agree. And it's not like those things don't happen. Like there are a lot of animes and movies and everything that take inspiration from one another. Hell, I, I just told you about the card game I'm making. Obviously I got Pokemon inspiration from that. Um we, me and my partner made it years ago, but we picked it back up. So it's not like I, I don't agree with inspiration and, and or similarities. I, I, I'm one of the people that subscribe to the whole, there's no such thing as an original concept. So everything is taking inspiration from somewhere, be it a novel, a movie, an anime, uh, a, a storybook you read as a kid, real life situations. Inspiration is coming from somewhere. Hmm. Yeah, and, unless unless you're Stephen King and you're doing fucking acid when you're fucking writing the books. I mean, deep down, that probably still came from somewhere. It could have same, came from something he saw years ago. Never know. Never know. know man. His fucking books and stories, some shits is fucking crazy, bro. I don't... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, for, for, for Fallen Angel, for example. Yeah. For that, when I went into writing it, it was a concept that I made as a kid that I, I mostly forgot about, but I remember getting the inspiration from seeing a picture of an angel hanging off a cloud and another one trying to grab your hand. And when I made the concept that as a kid, I was just looking at the picture and I made up a story in my head. Mostly forgot about it, then it all came back to me one day, boom, started writing it. But my main inspiration in terms of story writing and uh, how, how I introduced my characters, things like that, that all came from One Piece. So like, I can't really knock taking inspiration. It's just how you go about it. Yeah, but it sounds like it's still original. Like if yeah. you, if you take speci- like smaller things from like different forms of media, but you're like your your story in totality is because like you had that vision or you saw whatever. That's mm. that's your shit. Like I, you know, I mean, obviously it came from like you seen that shit visually, but you didn't take it from anybody else. You right. just created that. That's like fucking, what's his name? Um, I, I don't fucking know. Sir Isaac Newton, when the fucking apple fell from the tree and it was like, oh, gravity. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody has thought of gravity before that. So it's not like, you know, he took inspiration from it, but it's not like somebody was telling that story already and he kind of remixed it. It's like, no, now he's the fucking godfather of gravity and physics and shit. I don't fucking know if that's the right person, but you guys get what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Isaac Newton's to do with the apple in the tree. I'm pretty sure that was him. Yeah, hopefully. Sounds know. like me, shit. It sounds good, though. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like it's right. The story sucked that way, even if it wasn't him, but I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, cool. So, so we there. So, we there. So, you know, I, <clears throat> I guess, yeah, I guess if it was like Let's say if I'm inspired by Dragon Ball Z and I had a baby in a capsule and he had a monkey tail and or like, let's say baby in a capsule flying through space and he had a instead of a monkey tail, a lizard tail and uh, fucking grandpa. I don't know. Nagasaki found him and he was like, all right, I'm going to name him Gokai. Like, you know, that obviously is, you know, that's fucking copying. That's like it's not first. You take all the way up to the monkey tail part take the monkey tail out, that's Superman too. So it's not like inspiration hasn't been taken, you know? A baby. Wait, 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 run that back, run that back. Where the fuck did Superman come in this? A baby. 
and a space pod. Oh, yes, yeah. All right, I got you, I got you. I got you. I, you said take out the monkey tail. All right, cool. Right, take the monkey tail out. Yeah, all right. Yes, I totally agree, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Found by an old yeah. person. Yeah, Superman. I never even fucking put two and two together. But see, yeah. that's, that's fucking good then. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, they, they went different ways. It's really like Goku, in a, in a sense, is almost like the Eastern version of Goku of Superman, if you, like, put their stories side by side, because, like, when Oda, I'm not Oda, um, Akira Toriyama put out Dragon Ball Zero or Dragon Ball One, I don't remember what it's called, he put more to the backstory, and he's sent off in the pod by both of his families because of an impending doom, just like Superman. Like, that's canon to the story now. So, like... I wish I fucking knew this. I would have thrown that in the fucking <laughs> video. Oh my god! Yeah, cause like even if you look at the history of animation in Japan, it still has come from what we were doing in America anyway. Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney, man, motherfucker. It's good. <laughs> he was fucking good. He was fucking good. There's a lot of people doing animation, but like he fucking revolutionized it. Killed the game. Killed the game. I wonder, it's like, yo, could you ever make a character as iconic as, like, a Mickey Mouse or a fucking uh, Super Mario? I feel like those two characters are the most iconic cartoons ever. I think it's possible. I mean, Bugs Bunny's iconic. Nah, he's not. A, he, he got left in the dust. Left in the dust by Mickey I mean- Mouse and Super Mario. But that you you also have to consider like what they're the faces of. So like it's like Pikachu, he's the face of Pokemon. He's huge. So like it, it it's it's possible. I think anybody could do it if they can get their company to a certain level. Yeah, yeah. P- Pikachu is definitely. I would I would like to see that on a graph as far as I don't is is Pokemon as big as fucking. I think Pokemon's Mario. Pokemon bigger than Mario? No way. No way. Go look up the sales, I bet. No, no, no. Mm, yeah, um, you might be right. As far as, like, sales of, like, merch and all that shit, I mean, of course. I I mean, I, I don't know. I don't... Games, too. I'm telling you, Pokemon's bigger. We yeah. just, we grew up, we grew up in a time where, you know, we was playing Mario and Nintendo 64 or whatever, so it's bigger to us. But to these new, this new generation... Yo, first of all, dude, wait, how old are you again? 32. Yeah, we're the same fucking age, bro. Like, we was around when Pokemon, like, dropped, dropped. Like, mm-hmm. red and blue version and mm-hmm. Pokemon cards and the TV show. Like, it did all back then when I was a bro, kid. That, I... shit was, that shit was, like, mind-blowing, the chokehold that that shit had on. I, I, I think that was, like, the first thing. That was pop culture that had a chokehold on everybody. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Bro. I don't think I hated it because I was broke. I couldn't afford it. <laughs> we were both bro. We were fucking kids, bro. My mom bought me and my brother. My mom did. That's what I'm saying. My mom bought me them shits, bro. I saw the kids playing with that shit. I was like, yo, mom, we need to hit that GameStop, yo. Hit that GameStop. I was playing it on the old fat Game Boy where everybody had, like, Game Boy Big Pocket. And shit. Yeah. That's how I playing it, a big gray one. Yeah, that that shit that shit had had the fucking choke. But I I mean, 
I was playing Super Mario way before that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to look that shit up before before we hop off here. Positive. Pokemon's bigger. Yeah, yeah, Pokemon, I mean, that's the highest grossing. It's definitely the highest grossing fucking thing that has come out of Japan. Maybe like Honda or fucking Toyota, but outside of that shit, definitely fucking Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon is huge. (laughs) I want to see in like years to come, it's like who's going to fucking get like massive and big that's in the indie industry. Mm Mm-hmm but, like, get to that fucking level. Yeah, I, we're coming to a point now where it's harder than it was, like, 10 years ago I, I, or five years ago, three years ago, I might be able to look at it and be like, well, this, 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 this. But with Manga Plus, like I mentioned earlier, it really, like, changes things, in my opinion, because, like, we were the only option at one point as indie publishers. Like, either you were working with us or you were, like, just throwing it up on Webtoon and Tapas and hardly getting any attention because people don't really look for manga there. Now, there's Manga Plus. And it's like, that is the Shuisha Shonen Jump brand that you're getting their readership. So it's like, why, what's the real need for us anymore in some cases? You know, like... Yeah, keep- that's, that's when the fucking brand comes in, bro. That's, that's why I always tell people, it's like, yo, your audience is going to be sold out to you that's Mm why and you know i i I don't know numbers and shit like that but like uh nami where creator of 10 pins it's like that's why he be selling his shit because it's more so his personality and what he gives off Mm -hmm. through social media you know it's people are, are, are more so buying it from him and then they're finding out oh this project is actually dope or it's good or it's you know whatever their interpretation is of it um you know, so that's why I'm always like, yo, focus on like building up yourself through social media. It's like connect with your audience. It's like that shit could be everywhere. You know, that- yeah, people could read fucking indie manga on webtoons, voice.me, or on Pulse, or on, on Suru Go everywhere. But it's like we all got time in a day, and we're actually going to have more time. And it's like, you know why? Because they're going through that fucking writer strike and acting strike. Mm-hmm. We ain't getting no fucking new shows and no nothing for <laughs> this next year, year and a half. This fall is gonna be fucking dead. Like, like all the TV shows that I watch, that shit is out the door unless it's reality TV. So, what's people gonna have more of? People are gonna have more time to surf on the internet and look for shit. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of this shit, you know. And, and I understand it's like, yo, I'm in support of the actors, I'm in support of the writers because I do believe and I do want them to get their fair share because they're the fucking creators. They're the reason why we watch this shit, not the fucking execs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the execs do make decisions that make us watch it, but, you know, it's like they're, they're going to be looking for shit. Or, I'm sorry, people are going to be looking for shit to do. So. Do you like the new Superman? Uh, The cartoon or? Oh, the new guy. I don't know who the fuck he is. I don't know who the fuck he is. I mean, I didn't really know who uh, Henry Cavill was. I, I did watch him in that Greek movie that, that he was in. Um, That's the only thing I saw him in before Superman. And I didn't even realize that was him. I, I knew I only knew it was him because like I had watched Immortals just before he was announced as Superman. I'm like, yo, that's the dude. Okay, I'm going to watch that. I saw Immor- Immortals. Zack Snyder directed that, right? I 
don't know if he did. He might have. That might have been. I how- think he did. If not, it's whatever. But the only reason that I watched that movie is because it looked similar to Three Hundred. Yeah, I know. Three Hundred was fucking phenomenal. That was a good movie. Love that fucking movie. <clears throat> Three Hundred was good, so I think that's the reason why I watched Immortals. And and then he was obviously Superman, but I didn't even put two and two together. I was just like, all right, cool. They got a fucking new Superman. I mean, all the Superman, like, I didn't know them before. Like, uh, what's the name of the fucking old nigga that everybody loves? The first Superman. I forget his name. Uh, Reeves. Yes, Christopher Reeves, right? That's like my mom's generation Superman. And then we had the, the next one, Superman Returns. I didn't know who that guy was either. And then they got him the fuck up out of here. And then they got Henry Cavill. Didn't know who he was, but now he's a fucking amazing actor. He's fucking, I mean, he's not the Witcher anymore, but he's the Witcher. He's probably going to do other great shit. Um, but now they got this new dude. And it's like, all right, cool. He's just a younger version of Henry Cavill. That's what he looks like. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. So I, 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 don't, I don't give a shit about Superman. To me, Superman, and I, I just, I, I'm actually editing a podcast now that I do with G as the kid. We had an argument over who's more iconic, Iron Man or Superman, as far as, like, today. Um, but fuck Superman. He's boring as fuck. He's trash. I like all of the people that are in Justice League more than him. Um, I'm more focused in on the villains. That's what I want to see. I want to see Brainiac. I want to see, like, Doomsday, but, like, a good Doomsday. I want to see Darkseid. I want to see Bizarro. I want to see, like, I want to see all of the dope villains that Superman has. They've been recycling bum-ass fucking Lex Luthor over and over and over again. If I never see Lex Luthor's bald-headed bum-ass again, I will be fucking set for the rest of my life. Do not make him the main villain. He is... No. Or unless you have two villains and... I I don't know, but fuck, fuck Lex Luthor. Man, that wasn't Lex Luthor, though. What? Batman versus Superman, that wasn't Lex Luthor. That was Jesse Eisenberg wasn't Lex Luthor? No, it was Alexander Luthor Jr. When they called him Lex, he said, no, 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 that's my father's name. That wasn't him. A lot of people miss that. (laughs) I miss that. Maybe I was falling asleep or some shit like that, but I thought he he was Lex Luthor for the movie. Uh, I caught that right away. I'm like, oh. Okay, he's not Lex, so then I don't care that he doesn't act like Lex. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I I like I like I like Batman more. I mean, I my favorite my favorite person in the Justice League is the Flash. I ran track when I was in high school. I always loved Speed. I always loved the Flash. One of my favorite DC cartoon movies is is Flashpoint Paradox. That mm-hmm. shit was fucking fire. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started on the Flash movie that just dropped, but like I've, it's, it's, it's not trash. It's like you could watch it. It's it's whatever. It's cool to see Michael Keaton again. Supergirl was dope. The CGI was fucking horrendous. Terrible. I, I personally, I never liked Ezra Miller as the Flash. Like before all the stuff going on with Ezra, I just never liked Ezra as an actor for the Flash. Just not a good pick to me. It was very. It was a big miscast in my opinion. Um. Yeah, I. It's not so much. Yeah, it's not so much Ezra. It's well, for one, it's the writing of the character. Mm-hmm. So what? When obviously Zack Snyder left, 
and then they had Justice League. I don't like that they made the Flash like clumsy and like, mm. you know, I, I don't know. However, they fucking made him. I I didn't like that shit. And then the just like the way they made him run like after the first Justice League. Like I need to see the Flash being fast. So mm. for example, like Eternals, Macari when she was running. And she was fighting. I thought that shit was beautiful. That's how a speedster should be represented. Not the slow motion bullshit. Like when, when Ezra Miller does that stupid ass fucking slow-mo flailing his fucking arms. It It's just like, oh my God, I fucking can't stand it. Yeah, his run. See, I, I was in track in uh, high school as well. So like, I think for us, because we know what true form is. It's like, what is he supposed to be a speedster? What is that? <laughs> Not running. Yeah, I I can't I can't stand that. I felt like they did Macari like the way she ran. I was like, her form is on point. She like they they're making it like fast for us, so we should be able to. I I, I don't know. I'm gonna go into like a 30 minute fucking rant on fucking how mm-hmm. they should be portraying speed in these fucking movies. But either way, <clears throat> like I said, I I I have faith in James Gunn that he's gonna make this new DC universe. Fire. I've seen what he's done with Guardians. I've seen what he's done with Suicide Squad. All of his other projects. I'm, I'm sold on it. So I was, I was, uh, I'm still in that same boat, but uh, you scared me a little bit ago when you brought up Superman's eyes glowing and stuff because they said that the DCU was going to be cartoon, live action, all same actor, all same everything. And if Superman's eyes end up glowing, he ended up transforming like Sailor Moon in a live action. I'm not going to like that. No, I, I don't think this... I think this was a project that was started before James Gunn. I, so I don't so. think this... Because it's not even the same voice. And remember, he said that for the animated movies and, like, he's going to have the same voice actors. I think this is separate. So I don't think we have to worry about that. Because they post stuff like that in live action. I'm just going... <laughs> and I also like that this isn't an origin story. I, I'm done with origin stories. Get get them away from me. I'm done with them. I don't want to see an origin story of Spider-Man again. I don't want to see one of Batman. It's like, no, it's like, you know, give me the fucking solid villains from Batman. Batman, I'm excited for too, because now I think he said that he's doing Brave and the Bold and Damon Wayne's. That is my favorite Robin. That's my favorite Robin because that's the Robin that I want to stick my foot so far in his ass because this motherfucker does not listen. He is fucking unhinged, bro. I think uh, for me, it's Tim Drake and then him as my favorites. Tim Drake and who? Tim Drake and then Damien for my favorite Robins. Okay. okay. Which which one is Tim Drake? Tim Drake would have been... Uh... He's after Jason Todd, so it went okay. Jason, Tim. Tim is like, he ends up being Red Robin, I think. Yes, all right, cool, cool. I I always get them confused. Obviously, Damon Wayans is easy because he's the youngest and he's fucking Robin. Then <coughs> Jason Todd. Jason Todd is um, Red Hood, right? Yeah, yeah. The one that got beat. Red Robin. Nightwing is... Dick Grayson? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Dick Grayson, Tim Drake, Jason Todd, Dick Grayson. Oh, I said Dick Grayson. Uh, Damon I don't Grayson. know the names of none of the female ones, so I wouldn't be able to tell you that one. Um, Stephanie, I think, is one, actually. There's Commissioner Gordon's daughter. That's and, Barbara. Uh, Keep background. 
Yeah, I don't fucking remember their names. And I know they introduced another black Batman where he's what I think his name is called. I forget what his fucking name is. He, he's one of the Fox. He, he's Lucius, one of Lucius's kids. Yeah. Yeah, I seen that one. He kind of got like that robotic mech suit. I think I saw in one of the animated series. Oh, oh, oh that's a different one. Uh, so there's an actual black Batman now, like regular bat suit, black Batman. And then there is uh, the other dude. You're talking about Batwing. Yes, 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 yes. Now, oh, yeah, his name is Batwing. And I was like, yo, why'd he name him after his fucking car? <laughs> like, yo, Bentley, come over here. Fucking Rolls Royce. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Cool. I like the tangents that we go over. This is what everybody comes here for. It's like, you never know what the fuck they're going to get. So like we started off with manga, and then we hopped into fucking the gun verse, and now we're on fucking Batman <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, man, and I feel like I talk about DC all the time, man. I feel like I don't be giving Marvel any love. I need to be give, I need to be kicking Marvel's ass too because they doing a lot of, or they have been doing a lot of shit where it's like, all right, I can see you guys are fucking putting too much shit into the pipeline, spreading your money thin, and and going cheap on specific areas. I don't know if you watched the last like couple of Marvel movies. I'm gonna still be a Marvel stand regardless, but. I uh, I mean, if it's not Spider-Man or pretty much if it's not Spider-Man, I don't really make it a priority to watch it. So, I mean, like, I watch the Black Panther movies, obviously, but uh, not, not the Black Panther movie. I didn't watch the second one because I, I was on team recasting. So, <laughs> nah, nah, you can't you can't because then that seems insensitive. And then that's the whole reason why these actors are fucking protesting is because they're getting treated like shit. So how the fuck, like, what, he's going to die? And we're like, all right, fuck Chad, let's fucking replace this motherfucker. It's like, nah, it's like, yo, y'all got to gotta be sensitive with the topic. He passed he's, away. He gave it his whole, all. He became T'Challa when he had cancer. It's like, yo. No, he said that the role was bigger than him. He said that. In an interview. But it's not. It's not. It's it's As T'Challa. What I mean, uh, Chadwick Boseman was T'Challa was Black Panther. He brought that shit to life. He like, did. It, and it is him. what it is. But did you him. have to give some time in between. That's the same way where the old motherfuckers felt when Christopher Reeves died, and they were like, "Oh, nobody else is gonna be Superman." And they wait a couple of years, and then all right, cool, we got a new Superman. It has, it's the same thing. At least they wove it into the story. Where it's like, all right, cool. Shuri is going to be Black Panther, and now we got his son, who's going to be the next one. Yeah, yeah, but he ain't going to be the same. (laughs) We don't need to be the same. We just need to know that hey, this is your son. This is Chadwick's son, not Chadwick's real son. But you know what? He's not T'Challa. He's not. I mean, he is T'Challa, but he's not T'Challa. So he's not. The same storylines don't work with him. You can't have him banging Storm. Because he's a little boy and Storm should already exist. She should have been messing with his daddy. So <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with X-Men. I don't know what they're going to do with X-Men. I, just, I feel like the character just had so much story left. Why can't he bang Storm? What if Storm is like 18 right now, and then by the time he's 18, she'll be 36? You mean to tell me an 18-year-old can't bang? Like... They can't. They, I mean, they, all right. Let's they, make it nineteen. Eighteen is a little close. They can, but I mean, it's a. Uh, as a man, obviously, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, he can. <laughs> whatever Marvel gotta do, whatever they gotta do. 
yeah, I think I think they'll be all right. I think they'll be all right with with, with it. I think all the other shit that's outside of the story they need to fix. Like they need to fix the situations with all of the CGI. Like Ant Man, Quantum Mania. Nah, the CGI was like there were there were CGI good shit, and then there were CGI like what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Um. Some of the writing situations, like you know, they they they, they got some work that they got to do, and I think that Bob Iger putting a halt on projects and slowing shit down is going to be better. I mean, they got no choice now because of the fucking Writers Guild strike right, and shit. Or, Frank, one second, let me run and grab some real quick. Yeah. One All right, cool. Um, I don't remember. Oh, but I was saying, yeah, Bob, Bob Iger slowing everything down for the writers or writers and actors strike. All right, cool. You got to slow everything down. You're slowing everything now for the money. It's like, all right, now let's get back to like the quality in the project. Mm-hmm. Like you said in the beginning. See, I knew we was going to fucking tie it down. It's like slow down with your writing. Slow down with your character mm-hmm. development and all that shit. Oh. And it, and I think when it comes to DC and Marvel, I feel like they should listen to their audience to an extent. Like mm-hmm. everybody's telling them what they want to see. Like you're doing right now, take time with the CGI, better writing, da 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 da. And it's like they ignore that and give everybody the exact opposite, and then wonder why the movie's not doing well. Like I wonder why. I mean, of course, I feel like there's a lag in the between the communication with what the audience wants and what the execs want. Like, I feel like the execs only see dollar signs. Mm-hmm. They see their paychecks and they see timelines and they're like, all right, cool. Let's get all of this out because it's profitable, but they don't forecast it down the line and they're not listening to the audience. Now it's like, we've been saying like, yo, the CGI is trash and mm-hmm. the writing is trash. Like, and, and that was during Eternals. Now mm-hmm. we're on fuck. What's the next? I don't even know what the next movie coming out, but Guardians 3 just dropped, which we can't put in that category because that movie was fucking phenomenal. Again, it's James Gunn. But what was the, the shit before that? It was, I think it was Quantum Mania. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Quantum Mania, questionable. A lot of people didn't like Doctor Strange. I thought Doctor Strange was actually pretty cool, but there was some parts with CGI, it's like whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, same shit. Same shit, different story. Um, yeah, man, this was cool. This was this was cool. I always enjoy having you on, man. Everybody always tells me it's like, yo, DeAndre, DeAndre, DeAndre. I'm like, yo, how the fuck do you know DeAndre, bro? It's like everybody knows you, man. I'm so tied into so much. I don't even. I can't even tell you all the different connections I've got because, like, I'm always over here, over there, over there. Like, I I pretty much talk to Seji every day. Mark, I talk to pretty much every day. Uh, I don't even know, man. Like, I took like a little, so like, maybe three weeks ago now, I had just got off a of vacation. But before that, I was on vacation for three weeks. And during that vacation, my back went out. So I was in bed the whole time and I just shut off from the world. <laughs> like, just stopped everything, like, just relaxed, watch TV, try to. Cause I couldn't sit at my desk. I couldn't really 
do anything, holding my phone up, hurt my back. So I just laid in bed and watched TV. And just, so like, I'm starting to talk to people again now. So like, yeah, you got to hit the fucking chiropractor when that shit happens. I remember when that shit happened to me. I like, that's when I had my midlife crisis because I was like, there's no fucking way I'm 30 years old and I'm throwing my back out. And like, I'm like, can't, like, I'm immobile. I was mm-hmm. watching my friend's dog and like, I just did a simple move. I just like, I was on, I was playing with the dog and I, I, I went to go pick a ball up. And it's like, I heard like a, a crack and like, it just shot up my back and I could not move. Mm-hmm. I was my- like, I'm dead. Like, this is this all is- I did was get up. I got out of a chair where I was at work and I got up out my chair and I went to walk towards the door of the bus and my back went and I was just like, mm, fell down. I got back in my, you know, army crawl back into my seat, finished my day. And when I walked in, I'm bent over, like hunched and hardly walking. Like, what's up? I was like, I hurt my back on the bus. I was like, I ended up out of the first time I ended up out of work for six months, six weeks. And they, they told me I got degenerative disc disease in my back. So it's like going to continuously happen for the rest of my life. And like the other week, a couple of weeks ago when it happened again, that was the second time it's happened since they told me this. And that time, I don't think I did anything. It just happened. So. This is fucking crazy. You hear this, everybody? This is two old wash <laughs> motherfuckers that are in their mid-30s talking about their fucking back hurting. This is what, this is peak entertainment right here, all right? <laughs> Fucking dope, man. But um, all right, cool. We had an hour, man. We'll 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 get out of here. We'll stay back for a little bit for uh Patreon. But um, you want to plug anything before we cut out? Uh, definitely check out my books on Amazon. Just put my name in. It's the best, easiest way to find them instead of trying to remember names. Uh, got a card game called Sprites of Falone coming out with me and my uh my partners named Alejandro. He did like we we designed everything together, like all the uh, all the sprites and everything. But he did the final art for everything. Um, Need you to send me some holographics for when you make it big. And then it's like, all right, cool. I got this shit signed. This shit's worth $50,000 right here. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, postmonger.com. You can check out my affiliates at Shrine Comics or OnsaruGo.com. I just add .com to either of them. Oh, no. OnsaruGo is .net. Check them out that way. Uh... Right now, that's all I could think of. <laughs> there we go. That's it. All right, guys. If you are uh, subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, hit me up on Patreon. Fucking subscribe there. I got some cool shit that I'm working on. Actually, I want to talk to you about um, one of the things that I need from you, DeAndre. But I got some cool shit that I'm working on that I'm going to be selling. It's pretty dope. It's going to be involved in a couple of variety of indie characters, but you guys will see in a little bit, but um, other than that, YouTube, everybody, we'll see you guys later. Deuces.